Hello and welcome back to a very special episode of the Nonsense Podcast by What Makes Sense. This is episode 50. I can't believe we got here. Um, thank you to everybody who has been listening since day one and has had to endure the uh, early episodes where production value wasn't as great and we're still sort of getting our footing on trying to find out how to best interview people and uh, ask the right questions and you know ask questions that fans want to know about or just general musicians in the community uh, what you know what what do they want to learn about so that's uh, sort of the feedback we took of the early episodes and hopefully we're delivering on our promise of making this the best podcast that we possibly can for everybody whether you're a musician whether you're a fan of the musicians that are coming on or whether you're just somebody who is interested in the music industry interested in uh, the inner workings of musicians and creatives and artists whatever you want to call them so thank you everybody for listening really appreciate it if this is your first time joining the episode or joining the podcast rather thank you so much uh we hope to share this special moment with you a few more times you know maybe when we hit the uh, 100th episode uh you know we're only halfway there yet the the, it this is very early for us we're We've gone through about a year and change of this podcast. It, it started just out of boredom, and it's turned into something that is greater than I could have imagined. You know, I've interviewed a lot of musicians that are important to me, are important to uh, me as a musician, and are just, uh, you know, I've also got the chance to meet a lot of new musicians too, and learn about all these new bands that, you know, maybe were uh, in my blind side for some time and just uh overall great experience i think and i hope everybody uh enjoyed the ride as well so um if you are a returning listener thank you again for joining us and you know thank you for being with us along said ride so let's hop into the episode the episode this week is with the sparkle and fade we have tyler and tj on tyler is uh kind of the mastermind behind everything you know he helps uh write the music you know record some of the pre-pro stuff and um tj plays bass and he actually has some cool bass uh you know we or we go through some cool bass talk on this if you guys um you know are sort of gearheads or whatnot we just talk about you know what what he brings on the road and you know what what bass he plays it's uh music man for everybody who loves music mans i'm personally a huge fan of them and so yeah very cool stuff that we dive into uh just great musician to musician conversation i think and so before we hop into that episode, uh, we are going to go to our, uh, oh my God, Artist of the Week. And so the, uh, or actually rather Song of the Week. And so Song of the Week is National Treasure by 20-something. And that's 20-something spelled 2-0-something. Uh, they're a band that we just recently connected with. We're both from New York, but uh, we're trying to set up some show dates actually. And they'll probably likely be our first shows back and we'll do you know a little bit of a run from uh western new york down to uh where we're at in um you know the hudson valley area so exciting stuff great dudes um i've only heard great things about them and also uh, you know i've just been listening to them for a while so like that's pretty cool that they reached out and we got a chance to connect so maybe a guest for an upcoming episode so keep your eyes on that But for now, this is National Treasure by 20-something. Shout out Nicolas Cage. And let's get into the episode. See you in two weeks.
Yeah, guys. Thank you so much, TJ and Tyler. Um, let's do a quick voice check. I'll have you guys introduce yourself so we can put a, a name to the voice and then we'll hop right into the interview. Sure. I'm Tyler. Oh, I'm TJ, uh, bass oh. player of Sparkling Fade. Yeah. And Tyler, what's your role? Uh, I am the guitar. Guitar. I play guitar, but I also uh, record all the records too. So <laughs> the judge, the jury, and the executioner. Yeah, right you could say I'm the producer too. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, guys. So um, I, I think I just I usually just start you know with like a quick band intro. So I, I know you guys are self-described as being from the Connecticut shoreline. Is there mm -hmm. any you know town that's the hub of that? Well, we rehearse in uh, in Madison, Connecticut, which is about halfway down the shoreline in Connecticut. Uh, it's about fi 15 minutes from uh, New Haven or so. Yeah, that's yeah. a beautiful area. I've uh, I went camping once around. Uh, what's that? What's that spot near the beach that you can have an asset? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I uh, I actually I went to University of Connecticut, so a lot of my friends are you know from Connecticut, and yeah, um, great state. And so I've actually, funny enough, you guys are the the second band in a row now that I've interviewed from Connecticut. The other one was called American Thrills. I don't know if yes. you heard of those guys. Yeah, yeah. my uh, yeah, my good buddy drums for them. I, I love oh yeah, guys. their their music's killer right now. Yeah, yeah, they they're they're doing well. They just got on that um, on Brooklyn Vegan, so that that's a pretty big deal. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I interviewed Kurt. Actually, the episode is dropping um, tonight. This episode is going to be dropping in sometime in um, either later May or June. But yeah, as of May, what what's today? The sixteenth, thirteenth, or the thirteenth? Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be dropping tomorrow on the fourteenth. So that's pretty cool. But yeah. Um, I'm slowly like learning my way around the uh, the neighboring states of New York and, you know, what musicians exist there. I don't think we've interviewed anybody from Massachusetts yet, so maybe that'll be the next one. But um, yeah, Connecticut and Rhode Island, you guys have a really great music scene down there. I have a lot of great things to say about that. So um, just kick things off, you know, let's give me your elevator pitch for Sparkle and Fade, like Let's hear what you guys are all about. I want to hear what makes you guys unique and um, why people should listen to Sparkle in the Fade. What's <laughs> up with Sparkle in the Fade? Well, um, and, and sorry, I, I keep saying Sparkle and the Fade. Yeah. It's Sparkle and Fade, and I Correct. actually I apologize for that because I said that on an episode where we featured your music, right. and I said it like five times, and <laughs> not once did I realize. It's the sparkle and fade, and yes. I that, but my brain didn't convert that into words. <laughs> well, um, okay. Well, I'll I'll, uh, I'll start, and TJ can finish. How about that? Um, <laughs> Throw me to the ringer. Thanks. Yeah, yeah man. Why not? Um, so, uh, what makes uh, we play? Basically, we play uh, power pop. You know, some might say pop punk. It depends on what song you're listening to. Um, but it's it's just guitar driven rock. That's something that's not like it's been dying lately. And I wanted to uh, try and uh, at least revamp, like like revitalize guitar rock, well, at least in around here. Um, and uh, so that was like uh, the mission of when I I, I started uh, the band, and it was basically just a recording project that I started and then I brought in all, you know, I brought in my wife, Courtney, and I brought in her sister, Lindsay, to sing and her husband, uh, Jeff, to play guitar. And uh, and then we brought in TJ, we brought in Joe to complete all these parts. Um, just so, because it was literally, it was a, a project that was born out of COVID. So I was, uh, it was, it, so it's been uh, about a year now that we've uh, that I've started this thing and uh, we basically rec recorded a whole record and the fun fact about this band is that we've actually never played in a room before really no so this is this is a this is a uh, because it started as a recording project so wow. um, yeah so so um, so that's coming next week actually yes congrats one of the first, that's exciting yeah. We have shows booked, so we have to actually like play. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, no rush, right? 
yeah, I just figured we'd just play the the you know the, you know the record or something and just like pantomime. That that would be fine, right? <laughs> yeah. That's that nothing could go wrong, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh you know what that's that's really funny that you bring that up i've i think i've met a few bands that have either not played a show or just like haven't you know bands that were established haven't met since you know right. covid really like you know came upon everything around like april last year um then there's bands who have never played a show then there's bands who you know like like in your case haven't like all met in person before right um, but I think the cool thing about that is, is it shows like this is a new age of music and a new age of possibilities that it was always there before. It's just we had never really used the resources that were available to us right. to do that. Right. And one of the things that um, sort of comes to mind when I'm thinking of like remote music is uh, this new thing, uh, Featured X, which um I was just chatting with one of my friends today. I was like, dude, you'd be a great candidate for it. So basically it's, uh, you know, musicians can go about uh, freelancing, basically features on songs. And I was like, this is something that was always there. Like it was always a possibility that somebody could go record at home, you know, and if you're a well-established musician, you probably have a setup at home. Right. And so you can do that you know, send over the file. You don't have to worry about any of the mastering, any of that stuff, right, right. because, you know, somebody else would do that. You just did a feature and it's a good way for musicians who have been affected by COVID to really, um, you know, kind of still have some supplemental income, but also at the same time still like play music. So I was like, that's something that would like, wasn't possible a, year, a few years ago. And then right. now it's something that's slowly becoming the standard is people working together completely remotely and having like successful bands i think that's awesome yeah and i mean it it just goes to show like i mean i've been i'm very proud of, of the songs that we've uh that we've done so far and and it it just goes to show that like it doesn't matter it, you don't necessarily need to be in the same room to be able to write good music and um i mean it's actually going to be an interesting process for us to actually write new songs uh, in the yeah. room together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that's always a new adventure. So, um, but I mean, it's not like I, I, it's not like I haven't been in bands before and TJ's been in bands before. And, and, and so it's like, it's not like it's totally foreign to us. Yeah. So. <laughs> You've been around um, the block, you, you know, you know how to do it. And it's just, yeah, it's going to be weird. Like getting back in like a practice space, you know, with everybody. Fortunately, I've, you know, I've been able to do that with my bands be just because like we have a uh, a paving truck garage, which is meant to fit like six massive paving trucks nice. uh, to our, you know, disposal. So we've been using that. But um, yeah. And then like, you know, other practice spaces too for my other band, you know, we've been able to use those resources. But I was like, there are some bands that just don't it. That's not available. You know, you don't have a. Yeah, you don't have a space that's, you know, like big enough. We are lucky enough that our, you know, our uh, guitarist dad, he that's his paving business. So like we can use that. But like it's just yeah, pain in the ass to like especially in the middle of a, you know, one of the worst health crises the US has ever faced. <laughs> right. To like, you know, you can't get in a room that's, you know, a 10 by 10 room. And so I I, t I totally get that, but I'm excited for you guys. That's really cool. And then also the shows. So like, where are you guys playing shows now? So um, we're we're currently booked. Our first show is going to be in August at this place called Ken Selden, which is in Woodbridge, okay. uh, Connecticut. Um, and then we're working on another show in uh, Willimantic, uh, which is an outdoor show. These are all outdoor shows. I don't, I'm not sure uh, what. Well, I know that, that as of today, they lifted a lot of those uh, mask restrictions yeah. and, and attendance restrictions. So, I mean, uh, I guess indoor venues are back on the menu. So, um, we'll see. Uh, we'll see where that goes. But it's going to be a busy summer for us. We just got to make sure that um, we can do the music justice, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I don't think I don't think will be a problem. Honestly, I mean. It's not like it's not like we've never played the parts before. So exactly. <laughs> hey, and that, that Woodbridge show, that's what, tentative for the fourteenth, right? It's not tentative, it's like on the or de well definitely well then you know, people need to book the calendars. <laughs> I mean you know, we gotta put it out there. Yeah, if you guys are in the it's June fourteenth, right? August. No, it's it's August. You, August. Oh, you got August. plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We were in the same position too. I uh 
I was trying to put together like in a an acoustic show originally because New York said I think it was way back in like April 2nd that performances can come back but you know it had to be uh performance had to be 12 feet away from patrons and you know everybody had to wear a mask and said you know that's that's pretty much an ideal situation I think that you know sounds pretty safe and we do an acoustic show cuz you know we're we're a pop punk band we don't do well you know sitting around like being stagnant when we're plugged into something so uh, i was just like acoustic we'll sit down and you know be kind of anchored to a chair but um i I think it's just like time developed it was just like do we really want to like have like a a show that where it's so restricted and like you know maybe some people might not feel safe and won't come so um luckily you know we sort of landed on you know maybe doing something in july so i'm excited for that um but yeah like we've you know been hearing obviously like the southern states are already like doing like, yeah whatever yeah 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 my, but, my family's uh, down in south carolina and it's i talk to them frequently throughout it and it, it never yeah. seemed like there were any any rules even, no. even when they marked they blocked off chairs by 10 o'clock at night the tape had already been yeah. taken off and the bars were completely packed out yeah like florida it was just like never a thing like <laughs> they never stopped yeah uh, like oh my god <laughs> um but yeah it, it's like but now it's it's kind of a, a little bit of a glimmer of hope seeing you know some of the bands that i admire from you know some of my friends bands and just you know other i would say semi like tri-state area bands are now getting gigs for like the summer so that's very very promising um couldn't be more happy because I, I think it's just I I hope it's going to be, you know, what are they saying? Like the roaring twenties, you know, kind of where like people are going to go to shows and, you know, I'm sure you guys having the experience you have book shows and 10 people showed up and you're like, I worked days on this to get bands. And Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that's the end of that. I'll be like, don't like, I know all those people who are on Facebook saying, Oh, I miss shows. All right. We'll come to one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Put Come your money one. where your mouth is. Guys. Yeah, Put do it. <laughs> I remember my my first show. Nobody even showed up. It was just uh, I I wasn't even living here. I was living down south. I flew up to help a, a friend out, and uh, it was his parents and his sister, and that my buddy who uh, I was yeah. I was visiting. That was it. Nobody from the other fans. <laughs> no nobody showed up. Always remember where you started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Danbury. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Where was it at like a venue? Or yeah, I can't remember. Like, this was house? this was oh, no. years ago. I can't remember what venue it was. I remember he convinced me to come up though because it was some some guy who was on like Disney. And I'm like, dude, I'm I'm out of that phase, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm 23, 24. I, uh, no oh cool yeah he's like oh come on there's gonna be so many people there the guy was in disney yeah nobody showed up I, we didn't even watch him we we took off at that point <laughs> for, for all, Man, you, all of four songs <laughs> you know what like those moments suck but it's just like you know you get out of there with you know the skin on your back yep. and you're you know it's just like a good story it eventually becomes a good story yeah oh yeah yeah, we did a I, I I booked a show in Brooklyn and I was like, dude, this is sick. Like, um, you know, finally, like something because I was you know, living around there at the time and I was like, finally, something around here, you know, maybe my band can like, you know, break in and we can, you know, get some people going here. And all my coworkers couldn't go. And that's like the only people I know <laughs> in the city. <laughs> and, uh, you know, everybody had an excuse. It was and that was the run. end of that. <laughs> it was also a Sunday. Don't book Sunday. Yeah, like, oh, Sunday yeah. shows are really hard too. Did you, um, and it unless was, it's like, unless it's an afternoon show. Yeah, if it's an afternoon show. You're okay. Well, it was a matinee, but it was like also like not a nice time of year. It was like February, so oh. <laughs> <laughs> like the all just you know I didn't read the room on that at all. That like that's not a fun time. Like no one's gonna one travel to Brooklyn. Two in, in like February and wait outside in the cold for a band they have never heard of. And like, I was just like, yeah, you know what? But it was funny. I had actually a friend come from up here in upstate New York, travel, like probably what took him three hours by train down um, to go see us. So we were like, all right, man, nobody showed up. Well, like, I mean, some people showed up, but it was all like, obviously friends of the band. Sure. It wasn't, we didn't get anybody coming off the street for that. But hey, there's only one like, dedicated person too that'll, that'll yeah. show up. <laughs> I was like, dude, 
let's just get drunk. Like, let's yeah. just... <laughs> did you go through the hassle of making the uh, the flyers and, and hanging them up throughout the city too, or? Uh, we just did it digitally. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's an like old way of doing stuff. Uh, hey, come on. Hey, man. we the, the last band I was in, we still did them. We went and we hung <laughs> flyers up. We did uh we played in Wilmington, North Carolina. I remember we drove up like two weeks before the nice. show. And we like every shop corner, we were just hanging the flyers up wherever we could place them. That's them. sick. And uh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, nobody, still nobody came out, but I mean, we <laughs> <laughs> but you got a story out of it. Yeah. I think that's the moral of it. Listen, there's there's no competing with a journey cover band. I know <laughs> <it> myself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a wild Wednesday, and you know, uh, don't stop believing was playing down the road. You know, I'm sure there's at least four Journey cover bands called like Don't Stop Believing or something. Yeah, and people are like, I'm pretty oh. sure I'm pretty sure it's required for every state to have a Journey cover band yeah. uh, named Don't Stop Believing. I wonder where they uh, where they put uh, Don't Stop Believing in their set list. Like, I'd be curious. Like, where <laughs> like, if I was running the band, yeah. I wouldn't even have it in the set list. Yeah. <laughs> they'd just be waiting in it would never yeah you'd happen. be like anyways we're, we're <laughs> off to the next uh you know town over meaning like the bar down the street <laughs> sorry guys for not playing that song goodbye <laughs> no if they're smart they play it at the beginning and the end <laughs> yeah yeah we're gonna do an encore oh great haven't heard this one before yeah. play both <laughs> both encores <laughs> yeah. that's that's cool though yeah no we we did not put up flyers i i actually used to do that in high school for my bands and uh you know since i i don't need to tell you guys it's the northeast it, it rains randomly here so um i actually put all the flyers in like those uh what are the like the the binder like sure, the yeah, yeah. Protectors. <laughs> yeah and lazy me just kind of like forgot about them around town and they were up there for like a good 30 days like if you're like i saw your band uh, you guys playing that show i was like that was three weeks ago <laughs> yeah check the date on the flyer next time. yeah yeah it, and then eventually like the rain started coming into it so it was just like pouring uh, down our faces were melting on the flyers <laughs> yeah I, I don't i don't miss that walking around town with the stapler right now i don't know if i could do that at like age 26 people would be like what are you doing like, <laughs> I, I cool when you're like a teenager doing it they're like look at those kids yeah you keep trying and then they're like yo give up on it <laughs> i i did it with a, a 40 44 year old drummer so i mean it's that's never too, too young or old you know that's sick diy man yeah Go for it. Yeah, I love that. So what are you guys most looking forward to when you're getting back to shows? Is it, you know, maybe the networking with bands? Maybe is it just the actual music playing live? Uh, some things even become a little sentimental, like the, the load-in. I, I think yeah. there's like that, you know, excitement before the storm. So like what, what really, you know, are you most excited about? I mean, honestly, it's, I mean, this is going to be cliche, but I am excited for all of it. Uh, I would say mostly playing on stage, playing original music on stage uh, is what I'm most excited about, um, especially songs that, 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 you know, like I wrote specifically because in all bands that I've been in before, I, it, I've always had a chief songwriter and I was just, I would just give my own little thing and then mm -hmm. whatever. But like I wrote, you know, a lot of these songs uh, along with Courtney, my wife, and um and that's going to be like something that's that's a sentimental thing for me. Like I, I get to play music that I wrote in my home studio. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward to the most. But um, just getting back to playing, you know, original music in general. Like I, I, I'm in a I'm in a cover band actually with uh, actually most of this band. <laughs> so, so like my wife and her sister and her husband, we play in a cover band with uh my wife's father and uh so we we do covers and uh so that's that kind of uh fulfilled the the itch for a while but it wasn't um yeah it's not again it's it's doing other people's music i'd rather i want to do original music i you know i was in a band for almost 10 years um before and uh called uh double think and uh we we toured the united states and it was amazing and um 
and uh, and that was just like exhilarating to be on brief. So now that I get back to doing that again, I, I'm I can't wait. Quite frankly, yeah. Are, are there any plans to? And I know it's early. I know it's you know only been a year, but are there any plans to maybe you know do that? Maybe hit the road for a little bit. I know it's tough with life, and it's yeah. tough having full time jobs. You know, you, we aren't kids anymore who are yeah. you know just working at like Dunkin' Donuts. It's just like <laughs> we have real I mean, lives. <laughs> As a, as of right now, honestly, there are no plans for that. I mean, if 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 a if a situation arose that made sense, then yeah. But I mean, that I, I'll never say never. How about that? That's mm. the best way to to put it. That's a good attitude. All I'm gonna add is, Paul, if you're listening, I'm putting my notice in right now. <laughs> <laughs> if the opportunity comes up, yep. you won't, <laughs> you don't even you have to fire me. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing is, and uh, not to get too deep into it, but I, I think it's worth calling out that these days, especially, um, you know, you need like a, a for for music. I mean, everything's just so expensive nowadays. You can't yeah. walk into a guitar store buy a Gibson for two hundred dollars. That's just like not the reality of it these days, you know. <laughs> so to get like good touring equipment, man, like right. you need a job, like that's tough or you need a good line of credit, but <laughs> <laughs> what you need a job still. <laughs> yeah. What you need a job. Like eventually it's going to come around that you have to pay it. So <laughs> I mean, it's, it's funny. Like uh, it's that you mentioned that it's, it, I find it so much easier this time because I have so much more money now. <laughs> yeah. We're just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's just like, Oh, it, you know, it's not as mo- stressful if I break something now exactly like i can it's i like, can oh, actually just, pay to fix it let's just go buy another one <laughs> yeah <laughs> fuck it i got a, i got adult money now <laughs> yeah, exactly that's what i'm saying it's yeah. adult money it's like you, something you don't really think about you know i'm not I mean, i'm not digging through the uh 25 cent you know guitar pick uh jar to find exactly. like the right ones <laughs> exactly i'll just buy the whole tar uh, what's it the tortex uh <laughs> right. I, I, I can't i can't afford to 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 change the strings on my guitar oh my god like, i remember those days yeah, yeah. I was like a so, teenager. I broke a string and it was as if the world was crumbling around me. That's right. And I learned how to play the five string guitar that day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll break it. You learned you don't need that high E. <laughs> I'd much rather break a guitar string any day. I'm getting the, the bass string prices. I try and make the uh, last yeah. as long as possible. <laughs> I had, I had I know. Done you, a you want to know? And uh, the guy was like, How long have these strings been on? Oh, Two years? I don't know. I, I lost time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm a, so I play bass, and the one thing that forces me into actually like changing my strings, and every time I do it, I was like, why didn't I do this sooner? I, I, you know, it's just like the tone. It just sounds good. But uh, every time we go to the studio, our, our producer's like, you have to change your strings. And I'm like, you wouldn't notice if I did, but like, or if I didn't, but yeah, I will. <laughs> but then I'm like, I'm glad I did. I th- yeah. I would notice. Trust me. <laughs> there's, there's an act. There's, there is a distinct difference. Tyler, we yeah. have issues if you call me out on anything like that. All right. No, don't worry, man. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to call you out on stuff. You're going to be <laughs> my strings for me. <laughs> yeah. Just EQ it, make it brighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fix it in the mix, right? Yeah, Fix we can. Yeah, we can do it. I'll turn the brightness up on my amp. No big deal. That's it. That's exactly. Yeah. Treble all the way up. <laughs> He'll never know. <laughs> so I guess while we're on gear talk, I, I'd be interested to hear uh, what's your favorite singular piece of gear that you guys own. I've. So uh, and I apologize to everybody listening because I've I've talked about this before, but I was never really that big into gear. I I play bass just it was usually you know I just plug into uh, an amp. I I didn't even know an amp head. It was just usually a combo amp, and then that was kind of it. But like once I joined a band that actually you know went on the road and you need to sort of bring your own stuff. Like that's what happens. So I'm always interested in hearing what you know piece of gear like people value the most um i'll go first uh, yeah because i i got no clue <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm a i'm a gearhead i love i love gear um, oh this is great every every guitar that i own which is many um has a specific purpose why i own it um so 
like for instance like i is own that, a, is that what you told your wife at least <laughs> well i gotta tell her something <laughs> yeah um, the, like i own a i own a uh, an sg classic which has uh, p90 pickups in it and that thing growls like crazy like it when you put gain through it it is the most growly guitar i've ever heard SG is great and then um and i have a les paul uh standard and that's got you know regular uh humbuckers in it if you will and um and that actually plays a lot smoother than than the other ones so like when i'm recording things like i can hear what guitar will suit the song the best so like so i specifically play that guitar for that sound and so when i don't have a sound like actually i don't actually own a stratocaster and I really want a Stratocaster because that's the one sound I don't have. Mm. Like I need, the, I need the single coil, the, the buttery it, leads. Yeah. No, yeah. no, really, that's what it is. So, so like, um, so that kind of thing. But if I was gonna have to choose one piece of gear, it would probably be. Hmm, I guess. I mean, I guess. I guess it would be my my uh, my big my big Epiphone. Riviera, which is like the first guitar that I bought with my own mode. And I've held it all this wow. time. Wow. So, so sick. yeah. So um, it's got like Silver Flake. It's, it's a Silver Flake uh, semi hollow body Epiphone Riviera. And uh, that thing, when you put gain through it, it's, <laughs> it, it makes the most, it, it's, I, I won't say obnoxious, but it's, it's, it is like the, oddest sounding guitar I, I have <laughs> in my collection um but it makes amazing clean sounds mm, like yeah it's clean is unreal what it sounds like so yeah, the, um, the semi hollow body's just so unmatched yes so uh so that that would probably be my favorite mostly because it was you know i've had it for so long and it was the first guitar that i bought with my own money so yeah, yeah. How about you, TJ? I gave you all that time. I know. Yeah, yeah. you couldn't buy me any more time. Um, <laughs> I, I, I know what my I know what my favorite piece of your gear is. Which one's that? It's your bass. Which one? The mute button. <laughs> Does it matter? You have two of the same bass. It's the off game. switch on the head. Yeah. Well, when I found out we were playing Drop D, I was like, "Well, shoot! Now I got to go get myself another one." Uh, oh, yeah. Only because you can't tune your guitar down? Like, what's the deal, dude? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, yeah, I mean, I could. Um, one in Rome. Yeah, what? Uh, in so, what bass did you have before that so, that you couldn't use with Drop D? No, it, no. Uh, so, I was playing. Um, gosh, I I got this right when my last band folded. I bought a um, the uh, Ernie Ball Music Band Stingray. Oh, one of yeah. those specials with that roasted. Neck. Nice. Love it. That's That's nice. Such a smooth neck. Great bass. They are. I mean, it sounds great. I love the sound. Um, still always favor the, the P basses um, sound over it, but I, you can't beat the lightweight. The just the, the neck feel. So I went and bought a second one, another Ernie Ball. <laughs> <laughs> I joined you guys December 22nd, I think, was when I joined Sparkle and Fade. Yeah. And, uh, I think it was the 27th, like two days after Christmas, I called up American Musical Supply and they had one that they said was like a scratch and dent. I was like, I'll, I'll take it. Nice. Yeah, I couldn't even find what was wrong with it. So I ran with it. But uh, yeah, I think the, the Ernie Balls, they're just, you can't beat them. They, they so reliable. They sound so great. They've got a nice deep punch. Um, yeah. That would be... I'm. I mean, more realistically, like I think, I would probably get a Fender Mustang next if we're talking about like next instruments for sure. Like the the Fender Mustang bass, I love it. Yeah. The short scale looks cool. Yep. Um, it just sounds nice. But yeah, the, the Music Man Stingray is just classic. Like that. If if you know to factor money out, if I just found two thousand dollars on the ground. <laughs> wouldn't even be a, a decision pick it right up yeah those I mean, things are so sick i gotta i gotta send you so the the first one i got i found it at a shop and he had it priced brand new priced way lower than two grand yeah i i couldn't walk out of the shop i mean i felt like an idiot 
Uh, yeah, I, some like if you go on online retailers, they of course all have like their finger on the pulse, but some small shop might just be like, I need to move inventory. Yeah, it was a little mm-hmm. little backwoods shop. We're not even backwoods. It was just out of Charleston, South Carolina. Um, saw it. All the guys I was with in my band, they were like, no, go get it, get it, get it. And then, do like, it. Yeah. You know, the band breaks up and I'm like, oh, great. No, <laughs> go me. <laughs> Man. Yeah. No, that's a treasure though. That's, that's really sick. I actually, I just saw a video today. Um, they made one like, I think it's without a head and without, uh, knobs on it and i'm like what did you do to it they went for the, the old uh, like 80s what the stein steinbergers or something like that where they had the headless yeah. uh bases that yeah like, they did something to it and i'm like you guys really messed this up like and it didn't even sound good i mean like to me it didn't sound good but like also uh you know the stingrays are, are very sensitive or like if you don't if you don't have a good di signal or you don't do anything to it it's gonna sound like it could sound like garbage, just like a fart, basically, is what. <laughs> but like, they're also like the gold standard for like good sounding basses. It's just you got to handle it correctly. It's like, you yeah. know, a, a fast car. Like, you can drive that fast if you know how to drive it. But if you don't know how to drive it, it's not going to be great. That's, exactly. that's actually the one thing I'm scared about because I've got my combo, my practice amp dialed in, but I haven't, I, I ran it through my main amp once. And we got practice next week, so I better yeah. get on it. <laughs> yeah, start like marking where you want to put all the settings. <laughs> yeah. yeah, take a bunch of pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You put uh, like Sharpie or tape, you know, <laughs> the classics. That's pretty sick, though. Yeah, I I absolutely adore those bases. But yeah, I mean, it sounds like you guys got a, a stacked setup. So once you guys meet and play live that's gonna sound sick oh i'm i i'm just ready for that moment that's yeah i mean jeff has a our other guitar player jeff he has a prs and um beautiful and uh he's actually got a and a, a pv 5150 which is uh you know eddie van halen's yeah like damp if you will <laughs> so, so that thing's that thing rips uh, we were playing with it last night i was trying to help him uh, we try to match guitar tones so that they're not, uh, you know, like clashing too much. Yeah. Know? Too harsh. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's, that's what we were working on last night. Um, so yeah. That's cool. And so have you guys thought about like, because this is your first, I mean, this is your first time actually like all being together in person, but then for the shows, have you thought like logistically, how are, how are you going to carry all your, shit to the shows nope <laughs> <laughs> i know well, like we I, we haven't even thought of that too because we've always traveled pretty lightly with our stuff but now you know we saved we didn't do anything over quarantine so we saved all this money and we bought new shit <laughs> and now like we're like uh we didn't think about how we're gonna move all this together so right? yeah. that's fun <laughs> i mean in my old band like we rolled real heavy like we had yeah. huge amps and we had, we brought lots of guitars and um, I am no way doing that this time. <laughs> yeah. There's no way uh, okay, I'll bring, I'll bring my guitar. I might bring one spare between Jeff and I in case something wrong happens and, and that will be the spare guitar. And then, <laughs> uh, and then we'll just, it, it really depends on the room, obviously wherever we're playing. and. Um, whether or not I bring cabinets or if we just use uh, yeah, the, the combos. Cause my amp, my, yeah. Or that or my amp is actually a, is a, is a Fender um, DeVille, but I actually, uh, I have it hooked through uh, other cabinets as well. So oh, like man. I have like a, I have like, I have a 410 combo and then I have the 212 speaker extension. Nice. So that's, that's my rig and it will, depending on the, the room will depend on how much stuff I bring, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I spent the past three weeks thinking, how can I just take everything, everything I want to bring, and just put it into one? Trying to to work right now, getting a pedal board to fit in with my amp, just so I don't or my head. Yeah. Right? One thing to carry, right there. <laughs> Speaker cab. Uh, eventually, I'm gonna try and build. Well, I'm 
if I can, I want to build at least a case to put both the guitars in. Boom, there we go. Everything, three three trips, that's it. Oh, that's that's one thing I, yeah, I'm and, so tired of, you know, lugging the pedal board, then the, the speaker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I at one point I was rolling like two uh, double 15s for a speaker. And, like, uh, and then I, I got uh, oh. a Mesa that had like five speakers. Yeah, had five speakers in it. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. it weighs like 80 pounds. Like, and I got to pick this in and out of my, my truck every single time. My back was loving it. I mean, I have, yeah. I have an, I have like an Ampeg 610 and at least that has like a hand truck like built into <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's one. <laughs> Wheels are very important. Wheels are so important. <laughs> I, uh, I just got, uh, we, we used to have this, uh, God, what is it? Maybe like a, two by 12 i don't know they're big big you know slim cabinet slim base sure, cabinet sure. and then i finally got one i got a four four by ten yeah, yeah mesa right. four by ten w- w- built into a case already wheels and i'm like this is a godsend i was like this yes. is yep. so nice i mean the worst part is obviously loading it into anything because it's like trying to you know load it in an 80 pound box into anything but like other than that it's nice once it's on the ground. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. You just got to get it to the ground, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm still now, I'm still carrying every, the rest of everything, like all my cords and stuff in, you know, like a backpack. But, you know, when the time comes, probably throw it in, you know, a box or whatever. We'll figure it out. But yeah, like the logistics of even just one show, I feel like, I feel like doing a singular show or like a weekender is like way harder than doing a, tour because a tour there's like a little bit of a learning curve to it but you know okay by you know like day three or day four we know you know how to kind of uh tetris everything into place meanwhile you know when you start off with like one show you're kind of starting net new every time and you're like fuck where did we put the drums and like i don't want to you know send my bass head through the you know the kick drum and like how do we how did we put this last time where everything was safe and nothing shifted when we were driving the car uh, that is the name of the game right there tetris yeah <laughs> we became tetris masters tetris masters in my old band absolutely that's great so all right i'm going to i'm going to shift a little bit i know we we were talking about shows and all that so let's let's actually get to the music i can't believe all i right. haven't I've, I've been so tangential i feel like this episode <laughs> so um yeah, let's talk about you guys just dropped a new single recently and we were able to feature that on the podcast. So tell us all about that single. Tell us, uh, you know, is there any you know meaning behind it that you want people to know about? Um, yeah, just sure. go ahead. Love love hearing about all the dirty details. Yeah. So uh, so not the enemy is uh, the single that we uh, released. Uh, what was it? it was right at the end of March is when we released it. It was like right. It was like one of the last days of March. And um, and it was actually one of the few songs that I didn't really have my fingerprints on, believe it or not. Um, it was written by our our uh, our guitar player uh, Jeff, and he came to me with these a pair of riffs, which is the beginning riff and then the the bridge riff. Uh, uh, sorry, the the pre the pre-chorus riff. And and he's like, "All right, help me put this together as a song." So I was like, "All right, so." We kind of messed around with it, and I said, "Okay, this is your starting point." And so he went home, and when he came back the next day, he had it done. He was like, "All right," <laughs> I was like, "Sweet." And was, um, Eddie, our guitarist, does that too. I, it's just it, the most valuable asset you could have in a band. You're like, is, you were up to like three a.m. doing this. I know that for a fact. Yeah. And he was he was into it because again, he uh, Jeff actually is uh, he's a drummer by trade, but he's a really great drummer, and. Um, and this is his first opportunity to play guitar in a band. And this is also his first opportunity to play, um, to make, to write songs. Uh, yeah. you know, he's a phenomenal guitar player as well. He just never gets a chance to play. Yeah. So, cause he always needs to be the drummer. Um, so, uh, so he, he jumped at the chance. So he, uh, he, he got the, the song musically down and then he gives it, he gave it to my wife, Courtney, who's our keyboardist. And she writes all of the lyrics. So, um, so yeah, all the lyrics on all of our songs are written by her. And 
so this is where it kind of gets kind of strange. So we have we have a whole record recorded. Well, we were recording a whole record. And when this song came up, which was second to last or something like that, um, we were trying to write like a, a loose story or a loose narrative to connect all the songs together, like Very through cool. um, through like uh, their their themes or their lyrics or whatever. And this song uh, was actually is meant to be the like the climax of the of the record. So it's like this is the tipping point of the whole story. This is the you know this is like this is this is it right here. This is the the bang in your face yeah um part of the of the story. And so um so that was what she wrote it to match. Like so I told her I was like this has got to be this part of the story. So she's like all right so she that's how she wrote the, the words to it. And um, we're planning on actually releasing the whole thing, uh, the whole record uh, next month, probably at the end of, uh, yeah, at the end of the month, June, in June. Very cool. And, uh, yeah, and you'll be it, it, you'll be able to hear how it kind of goes. Yeah, it's not like it's it's loose. It's not it, you could listen to it on their own and be fine. You won't like need to hear anything yeah. else or whatever. But um, if you're listening carefully you can you can start putting the pieces together throughout the whole throughout the whole thing which i think is pretty cool it wasn't it didn't necessarily start out that way i have to say but it it ended that way let's put it that way <laughs> i think that's cool when an album is able to tell a story like you know i, I mean rock operas are some of the coolest albums ever you know I, i'm thinking more, more modern like sure. stuff i like really I mean, maybe it was like i was like 10 or something like that but you know like green day american idiot mm -hmm. like that's that's an album that tells a whole story and you know it was something i think it took a few years for people to sort of you know parse it uh out and you know really learn about it and right. um but like that's the beauty of it is just like there's many storylines and there's different ways it could all go it could all mean something different right. to you know the listener and in the end, that's exactly what it's gonna do. It's, I mean, it, yeah. the listener will determine what it's meaning to them. And I actually interpret all of the songs and its story arc, if you will, differently than uh, Courtney, uh, my wife, who who actually wrote the words. So, like, I listen to it and I hear one thing, and she listens to it and hears something completely different. So, wow, there you go. <laughs> that's great and you guys live together <laughs> yeah we live together i was like and I said, well she gives me the words she gives me the words and she's singing the scratch track so uh we can send it to uh, her sister to record it and and uh and i'm like yeah this is what i think this means and she's like no that's not what that's not <laughs> you're what it was. yeah <laughs> have you ever been like is this song about me it's just like no oh, get over oh. Yourself. <laughs> oh yes oh yes i was gonna say would you want to cross that bridge and ask that question <laughs> yeah was this about like the first time we met and she's like it's not at all <laughs> i mean uh, honestly we had that conversation one of the uh, our very first single uh, that we released was is called live life out loud and i mm -hmm. was convinced it was about it was about us. Yeah. Yeah. I was con convinced. <laughs> and she was like, and, and, she, and she was like, nope, not, no, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> well, like, I guess honesty is always the best policy, you know, better, better, like figure that out now before you're like, babe, this is our song. And she's like, nah, it's, it's not. not about, it's not about <laughs> us. yeah, it's our song in one way, but like not, <laughs> I wrote that song before I even met you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about this band yet. Yeah, there was a whole life I led before this. <laughs> I could have been somebody. Yeah, that's, that ain't that the truth. <laughs> but that that's that's very cool, and, and I I think that's what's important in music too. Is you know, it's not, uh, well, I yeah, not idiosyncratic to like just the singer. You know, it, it it means it it can bring people together in one way with a theme, but then it can also the individual, I guess, words, you know, within that song can also mean something way different and be interpreted Absolutely. way different. And, uh, you know, I, I think that that's cool, too. Like, I, I, 
trying to think, you know, uh, one of my favorite bands, the Wonder Years, um, they're, I think, a very good example of a band that does that well is that they their songs are very relatable to if just, you know, your normal person, especially if you grew up in the Northeast, like that was your, you know, your childhood or your your awkward, you know, mid 20s is like that was how it was. But then there's like certain other things that are, you know, he calls out very specific like people from his life. But also, you know, that could be, you know, my uncle, that could be my friend, like that could be anybody too and you're like wow you know this is bringing back these or you know evoking these memories and evoking these images in my head of people that i know from my life or situations i've been in my life so uh i think that's i mean that just i guess is a blowing up the concept of you know like music being this you know very beautiful and deep thing <laughs> it's, yeah exactly. it's just the, exactly. that's the cherry on the top i think that was the point i was trying to get to yeah. with that that long tangent <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, it's like it, people always ask me, it's like, so this is a concept album? And I'm like, no, it's not a concept album. Yeah. Unless you want it to be a concept album. Yeah, it could be. And, yeah, and it's like, it's like, as I said, it's like we didn't start off writing it as a concept album. I was just like trying to say, I want a song that's going to make me feel happy. I want a song that's going to make me feel reflective and what, or sad or whatever. And, and this is how it came out. And then I realized that it's like, actually, I mean, because it's the same writer and and she writes in a very specific way you could start to connect these songs together so that's what i thought that was pretty cool so i just kind of we kind of ran with it a little bit would you say i'm not, and i'm not sure if you want to share this before the album's out but <laughs> you know what is i guess the if there is a main theme of the album that sort of ties that whole narrative in together. So it's a story of an actual, it's a story. I like to think of, I'm going to tell you how I think of it. How about that? There <laughs> we go. Um, it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's in the other room, but whatever. Um, so um, I like to think of it as a story of, of, of a girl who, or, or a woman, I should say, who, always is in the same cycle of relationships and it always happens in the same cycle over and over and over again. And so where the record begins, it starts off with, you know, her meeting someone, her falling in love, they get into a deep relationship and then it hits the fan. It falls apart. She blames herself. And then at the end there's reflection, there's reflection. And then it leads you back to the beginning, basically, where you were. Oh. So, so it can start all over again. So that's and that and, and people. I mean, that happens with people all the time, right? Yeah. You get, that's, oh, yeah. that's 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 a pretty common tale, if you ask me. So, um, so that's how I view it. I mean, I'm not going to get into like specifics of each song and what 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 part yeah. of that you know the story it is. I mean, you have to. That would just be beating my head against the wall i suppose but um but that's the gist of it um so yeah that's how i view it yeah so it's like it just goes in this nice cycle and and at the end you're like okay i'm in exactly the same spot that i was in the beginning you know but i went on this journey to to get there so and i wonder if you too will you, you know maybe look back at the end of the summer after you know this all comes out and you've you know gotten uh, obviously you've gotten a chance to listen to it you were there when it was being recorded <laughs> which is you know sometimes the most you will ever listen to a song oh. which is a lot a lot <laughs> but you know I'm, I'm interested to hear you know after you know once everything's out and you know you can kind of sit down and listen to everything uh if you maybe will view it in a different way or interpret you know pieces of the story differently yeah i mean i i I think i just what it really needs to happen is like i just need the space from it like if i didn't like listen to it for a while agreed i know yeah Yeah. i know that's the same with us i'm like i hate these songs (laughs) it's like i don't ever want to play these songs ever again yeah, like, I, I'm like, play I don't want to play them ever again. <laughs> I don't want to hear this. Song. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to hear this song that we recorded and that no one else has heard ever again. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
so yeah, I, I'd be curious to 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 do that. I'd be curious to hear what anybody says, honestly, at this point. I, I'm anxious for everyone to actually hear all the songs and what their interpretation is and whether or not they actually put that narrative to the songs or not. I mean, my, I'm assuming they probably wouldn't, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, you don't know. I mean, hey, maybe after listening to this, they'll be like, I get it now. Yeah. I you mean, anytime I, get a ch- anytime I get a chance to... to to talk about it like that so i i do so yeah if somebody's listening to it though then uh, I, I got the same there's uh i got i got oh same, yeah yeah the same as as tyler that was my when i listened to it when you guys finally sent it over um i i thought the same thing it was that that roller coaster of meeting somebody everything's going great and then bottoms out and then you're there picking up the pieces trying to get you know back to to where you were and kind of starting again um, and I, I gotta say that the songs are relatable. You can listen to it and start putting yourself in, in that person's headspace and, uh, they're catchy. You, you kind of find yourself like you, it's feelings like you've already heard the song before. Um, I remember, uh, the second song, uh, the second single up in the air, when you guys first sent me that I'm driving home, I was already singing the words and, and I just literally hit play it's like i i had heard the song before i i knew the beat and it, it just came like second nature almost um and that was that was before the interview even i think yeah before we actually hired you yeah yeah so it, nice. it's, so, it's yeah. when when it gets out it's it, it'll be well re- hopefully well received but a lot anybody can relate to it uh it's yeah those you can just put on and, and kind of get in the car and cruise I'm sure it will be. And you guys will be dropping it at a great time too when, you know, shows are coming back. And so exactly. you can actually play it live and people can, you know, attend a show and see that you guys are real human beings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a bot. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're programmed. <laughs> we know. But um we are coming up on time, so I want to make sure we left a few minutes at the end. We uh always have two I guess questions or themes you could call it uh, at the end of every interview. And so part one is we will do a, uh, just sort of a shout out, you know, like take a few seconds to, uh, you know, have you guys share some of your favorite bands either locally or just, you know, nationally that, you know, maybe sort of flying under, under the radar at the moment and everybody should know about them. Um, And then second to that, is our beer of the week and so we just do a shout out whatever you guys are enjoying these days all right so uh, i'll hand the time over to you guys um some shout outs to bands well i i i want to shout out to the whole connecticut scene because we are extremely uh close-knit but uh specifically uh shout out to bands uh green light and um uh, similar kind Passing Strange, uh, Mighty Tortuga. Uh, oh, Mighty Tortuga. Yeah. Yeah, those guys are great. Um, uh, Youth XL, those guys are cool too. Um, yeah, they're 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 what pumps the the life into the Connecticut <laughs> music scene, for sure. Quick tangent: uh, Have you guys ever heard of Kids That Fly? They're no. the, the no. very young guys. Um, I think they're like well so right after i graduated i think they uh like pretty much started up at yukon and so since then they've like just been so well received and they're you know like a, a big band now that like came out of connecticut wow. it was cool to see them just from like these kids who started playing in college so like you know now that so that's that's, awesome. that's my shout out is you know kids that kids fly, fly they're great yeah yeah, I gotta say, uh, listening to your podcast because I I moved out of Connecticut. I've only been back here for two years now, and coming back, the music scene, you know, almost shut down. I think what one year after I was back, gone, wiped out. So I didn't get back into it. So listening to your your guys' podcasts, I found so many great bands. Um, but I mean, my my band shout out was gonna be American Thrills, but you, you guys got to them. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, go listen to them. They're they're awesome great great songs come out from them i i can't say enough so yeah there'll be episode 49 and that's dropping 
I think tomorrow. Whatever tomorrow is. Yeah. Uh, May fourth. May fourteenth. <laughs> so go back and listen to it. Yeah, go back and listen to it if you haven't heard. It. Listen to their new album too. But uh, yeah, any any other bands you'd like to share? Oh man, uh, off the top of my head, not. <laughs> this is always the hardest question of the interview, so don't feel bad if you can't. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, I I could go down the laundry list of you know. Mm-hmm. Big bands, little bands, but um, you know, yeah. I mean, American Thrills. I, I'm even gonna give a shout out to, to my old band. That those guys kind of carried on after the lead singer dumped us, uh, Rusty and Henry. Those guys are still carrying on down south. So I'm gonna give a shout out to them. Very cool. Hope you guys are listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they're gonna. I'm gonna make them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Um. So we are now at the beer of the week portion of the episode so tj i see you have one in your hand i do would you I like do. to share with the uh class i i absolutely would um i got this from a very nice lady Catherine. uh earlier today it is a uh, new park brewing uh mars and style lager it is absolutely delicious go pick it up um <laughs> the other day i had a uh, rhythm brewing too That's amazing okay. i think it was the blues lager Awesome. I think they brew out of like New Haven or something like that. So another. Yeah. You guys have a lot of good breweries down there. Yeah. And they just keep popping up too, which is great. Mm -hmm. Tyler, how about you? Uh, Fun fact. I don't drink beer. Don't drink. All right. I actually, I don't. I don't drink any alcohol at all. Actually, really. Don't, don't worry. One time, I uh, <laughs> yeah, I a dude who's like total straight edge. I think he even has like the three X's tattoo. Oh, I asked him what his beer of the week was, and he's like a prominent person in the music <laughs> industry. And I was just like, oh man, and no one told me this before. And I was like, fuck me. <laughs> So, so yeah, how I, about I, I, this? I wouldn't even I wouldn't even know what the, I don't even yeah know any. Tyler, <laughs> just, disgusting. Say, <laughs> just say Rolling Rock, Tyler. Just say Rolling Rock. That's, that's good. Rolling Rock. <laughs> have they sponsored the podcast? Have listened yet? to the episode. <laughs> yeah. Have they that's have great. they started sponsoring the podcast yet? Because uh, if yeah, not, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna boycott Rolling Rock until they start. Sponsoring. I know. We reached out to them. It was. A dead end. We just got thrown through like a spin cycle of, oh, email this person. And then they're like, we don't do that. And they're like, okay. I was like, all right, sounds good. Thank you guys. <laughs> so, so how about this, Tyler? Um, cause we've done this with our friends or very good friends in real talk. And I, I feel like I bring them up every single episode. We just, we talk every day, but, uh, they're really cool dudes. Um, and most, I think like four out of the five dudes in the band are straight edge now. So, um, okay. you know, is there like a seltzer that you enjoy? Because uh, if if there is a seltzer that you have like a strong opinion on, I think that'd be hilarious because they are like seltzer snobs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't drink seltzer either. I I, I literally yeah. drink water. Seltzer kind of sucks. It does. <laughs> it sucks so bad. All right, <laughs> all right. How about this? How about this? Uh, tap or sparkling? Oh. A tap. I know. I know. Yeah, you got to go with the classics. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I, I don't like ice or no ice. <laughs> yeah. uh, ice. I'll get. I'll take ice on that for yeah. sure. There you go. You're not not afraid to take risks. I like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, this has been an absolute pleasure getting to meet another band from the Northeast. Um, I'm still, you know, testing the waters and seeing who's out there. So it's really cool to meet another band that we may very well cross paths with pass paths woo, paths with at some point uh you do. know down the line i hope we do it'd be great yeah guys so you be well um do you have a definitive date for when the album's coming out um i think uh june 25th was what i was uh being discussed so june 25th okay which is the last friday june 25th last... yeah I think this ep- yeah, this episode will definitely be out before then. So everybody, keep your ear to the ground. June twenty fifth, new the sparkle and fade, not the sparkle and the fade. It's the sparkle and fade album will be coming out. Do you have a name for it yet? Uh, yeah, it's called Find a Way. Find a way, find a way. Yeah. June twenty fifth, everybody go bump yeah. it. It'll be what I'm assuming out on. I know you guys have on Spotify. Oh Apple yeah, it'll Music, be out I'm on assuming. all that stuff. 
Bandcamp, YouTube. Spotify, YouTube, Deezer, Apple, Amazon, all of it. Got all your bases covered. Yeah. <laughs> right on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let it be known the Sparkle and Fade does not mess around. We do not mess around. <laughs> all right, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. I hope Aaron you have a good night. So and uh, yeah, man, you be well. You, you too. All right, peace out. Bye. I can feel the sweet breeze blowing, soaking up the love we're floating in. I can hear your heartbeat slowing, knowing that we're heading home again. Everywhere I've traveled so far, always leads me back to this place. And I can see your eyes are glowing, and I know my heart is always safe. Our new beginning, blasting off to be alone.